Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Four pillars for living in your standing. So this week we started talking about our standing over our state. We discussed on Monday appreciating asset versus a depreciating asset, that your standing is an appreciating asset that you should value above all else because your standing in God through Jesus Christ is the very thing that gives you access to all of the spiritual blessings that is available to you through Jesus Christ and that you should value that above all else. We gave an example of Esau um, and how he didn't value his birthright, right? So your standing is your birthright, your new birth um, as a spiritual being in God through Jesus Christ. And so you need to value that above all else. You do not need to sell it off for a depreciating asset like Esau did, which was a bowl of pottage that was once consumed and no longer had any value. It no longer served anything, right? Hopefully you've gone and studied that story or made notes to go back and do it in your spare time. Then we journeyed and we looked and we talked about eternally secure. The uh, Basically, it's the power that is behind our standing, right? We are eternally secure, and it's what fuels us for service, right? The truth that we are able and our souls are sealed and that we have protection as we walk and live out our life through this fallen world, that God is always with us and that we are forever protected, right, and that we are equipped and empowered and enriched in order to go about fulfilling the great commission that God has given us with our life, right? So today I wanted us to know how do we live in our standing on a daily basis? What does that look like? What are some things that we can do practically to help keep us focused? Because, again, we know the Scripture tells us in Romans that we ought to renew our mind daily. So hopefully these four pillars will help you on a daily reminder and renewal of your mind that you are living in your standing. Because life happens to us all. Things can rise up in our lives, but I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, if you elevate your vision, Above whatever it may seem that is attacking you or annoying you or just just seem to be getting on your nerves for no reason, you'll start to see really how blessed you are. You've been kept from an accident. Your tire didn't blow. Uh, Your kids are still living. Your husband's still living. Y'all not sick. Nobody had to go to the hospital. You know, and even though you might have some little annoyances, they're not the, the kind that really take you out, right? So we have so much to be thankful for, and we have to continue to keep our vision elevated. And so the goal as I close out to the rest of this week, because we are done um, as of today, I wanted to leave us with some four tips and pillars that we could practically use daily to renew our mind. So let's get into it. The first pillar is trusting in the Lord. I'm going to read Psalms 37, verse 3. It says, trust. Oh, and I'm reading from the Amplified, okay? So it says, trust, lean on, rely on, and be confident in the Lord, and do good. So shall you dwell in the land and feed surely on his faithfulness, and truly you shall be fed. We see right here that our trust in God grows when our, when our life as believers and our souls are being fed on his faithfulness, right, in times past. We can see God's faithfulness. If you say, I don't know how to see it, let me tell you, you just woke up this morning, right? That's, that's all you need to remember every day <laughs> is that if you get up that morning, there is nothing 
that when you go to bed at night or nothing you've done the day prior, that gives you a guarantee that you will wake up the next day. And so proof of his faithfulness for you on a daily basis is the fact that you are alive that morning. That's how faithful he is, right? And so then you can begin to see from that perspective all the other signs of his faithfulness in your life, how he's kept you, how many days that you've made it through. All of us have, or that if you're on the line this morning, that means you've made it all the way to November 24th of 2021. God has been faithful, right? Because you have been here and still waking up every morning, right? So let us just focus and trust in on God. We have to lean on him and rely on him and then be confident, not in ourselves, not in our abilities, but in what the Lord did for us, in his righteousness, in his complete sufficiency. That is what we're to be confident in. Number two, commit your ways to the Lord. I'm going to read Psalms 37 and 5 from the Amplified, and it says, Commit your way to the Lord. Roll and repose each care of your load on him. Trust, lean on, rely on, and be confident also in him, and he will bring it to pass. Right? Commit means to take the whole of one's life and give it to God. That's it. Every area, every single care, every single concern, whether that's with your business, whether that's with your marriage, whether that's with your parenting, whether it's with engaging with your, your, your parents, whatever that might be, whatever that relationship, whatever that thing is, you have to commit it your whole life to him, meaning you don't feel like I can handle this part, but God, I want you to take care of this one, or no, I can fix this situation, I just need you to do that. You have to be willing to commit everything. And when it says roll and repose, like repose is to lay it at rest at his feet. So you just roll it on over there to his feet and you leave it right there, right? The New Testament, we see it in 1 Peter 5 and 7 says clearly cast all your care on him, right? So if we know how to commit our ways, our actions, all of that unto the Lord, am I honoring God with what I do? And if I do the best that I know to do at that time, God will always, always accept that. He is not asking you to make the best decision based on somebody else's life. He's asking you to do what you know based on your truth that's been revealed to you about him, but that requires you trusting him, willing to commit yourself to him, and it also requires you studying in the word so that you become more and more aware of God's ways, okay? The third pillar is to rest in the Lord, right? Psalms 37 and 8 in the Amplified says, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil doing. Now this anger doesn't just mean our emotional anger, right? We can, when we fret about things, we are basically growing into this warmness or blazing up. It's, it can happen, especially for those of us in business. It's sort of like another word for anxiety. We start to wonder, when, when is it going to happen? How do I get my business to grow? How do I get this to happen? We're starting to fret, right? We're beginning to fret over things. And the Hebrew word for fret is shira, C-H-A-R-A-H. And as I said, that refers to growing warm and blazing up. 
So that anger isn't just about because you're emotionally angry. You, anger shows itself anytime you are trying to operate in an ability of things that you don't have. Because it continues to say that to fret or worry is to be concerned with things over which one has no control or ability to change. Right? We know the Bible warns us that type of worry is sin. So when we are not able to rest and trust God, rely on him, depend on him, right, commit our ways to him, we're trying to figure out the answer. And at that moment, we're not resting. We haven't allowed him to work it out. We're to execute, but the outcome is on him, right? Our fourth pillar is to execute boldly, right? Hebrews chapter 4 Verses 14 through 16, I'm going to read that out of the New King James Version, and it says, Seeing that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. He didn't fret. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. When we execute boldly, we execute knowing that the outcome is on God and that God is going to bring to pass in the right time that particular outcome. Come boldly also literally refer, means that God's people do not need to fear being turned away by him or being turned away in this world. We don't have to fear when we move boldly. It says they know we will never, that we never need to hide from God, right? Because we don't have to omit anything. Because God has already provided his mercy. It's a part of our standing, right? A part of his standing comes his mercy for all of our past failures, present failures, and he's got grace for the present needs and future needs, right? So we're not to fear. We're not to be afraid to make decisions or to take the necessary actions. We have to be willing to move when God tells us to move, even if we don't know all the answers. Even if we ourselves can't figure out how this will come to pass, all we need to know is what is the thing that God has asked me to do now. He didn't ask you to figure out next week or know the entire step. He asked you to do it now, the one thing he asked you to do now, he builds upon that. And as he builds, he provides his aid or his help, right, which means he assists and sustains what you've already taken action on. He assists you with your current action, and he sustains the actions you've already taken, right? And in that time, everything will manifest. Everything will come forward at just the right time. As I say this particular one, it makes me think of a story coach Dream shared as we talk and she was launching and moving into her podcast. And she talked about how God was just revealing to her one step at a time. And she's a planner by nature, right? She loves to plan everything out. Like she wants to have from A to Z before she does anything. And he was taking her on this journey of showing her that I need you to trust me. I know what your nature is. Right? So God knows all of our natures. He knows our characteristics. He knows the things that our quirks and the ways we've been built. But he's always working to progress us. Not to change us from our ways, but he's telling us, I don't need you to trust your ways. I need you to trust me. 
right? And so he took her on a journey and he gave it to her one step at a time. That one step, if you do what I told you to do now, that's it. I'll give you the rest. Just trust me. So I want you to begin to, to develop and apply these pillars in your life so that you can begin to become it becomes second nature to you, that you're trusting the Lord, you're committing your ways to the Lord, you're resting in the Lord, and you're executing boldly, trusting in his word and believing that he's with you. I want you to know that unbelief is not just about us not believing God's promises. Unbelief itself is a sin. It is a sin because it is us choosing to deliberately, it's a decision that believers are deliberately rejecting God's revelation in our lives. And he has given us the revelation of our standing as believers, right? We have that truth. So we cannot deliberately reject it by allowing fear to hold us back, allowing fear to keep us into a state of disobedience, right? Because fear is disobedience to God and his principles because we don't believe him when he says he will be with us, right? So I want us to understand that with these four pillars, we can ward ourselves away from fear of outcomes, fear of results, knowing that whatever comes to pass is what God has wanted it to be, and it will work for your good because you have a standing in him that everything, Everything works together for your good. Not because of you, not because you made the right decision or the right move at all. All because of his mercy and his grace and because of his faithfulness. Okay? So I hope today's wisdom encourages you, empowers you, enriches you, gives you a new sense of boldness to go about your day, to enter 2022 fully equipped to do all that God has called you to do, even if it ain't but one step. Just take that step and wait to hear from him as he gives you the next step. And continue to do all that God has called you to do because people are waiting on you. You've been given a great commission and there are lives that have been assigned to you. So thank you so much. You guys have a I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.